Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 178 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is an aspiring tech polymath, a coder, a speaker, and a teacher. She joined Atos's rotational graduate scheme in 2016 under the technical consultancy stream and was awarded Graduate of the Year in 2018. She is also a course instructor for Code First Girls. So welcome to the podcast, Shakila Johnson. Hello, how are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm glad you could join me as well. So first thing I wanted to really ask you about is, is the Code First Girls. So I understand you got a bit of a background in there before you went into the instruction. Yes. So I was at university from 2012 to 2016 and all the way through 2012, 2014, 15, you're kind of given the kind of spiel to go into professional services. I did a physics degree. So what you were kind of offered in terms of careers beyond this was a master's or PhD, going to research or professional services. And I was really rooting for things like audit and tax and assurance because that was really all I knew. So before 2000, I think around 2015, I had some time on my hands and I took a introductory course with Code First Girls and it was the beginners to web development. I learned a little bit about HTML, CSS, Git and UX design. It was a very kind of basic course, but it gave you a lot of information about, you know, how the world of development goes and and not just that, but, you know, the kind of things that could potentially propel you into a career in tech. So I did that course and it kind of superseded all the thoughts I had about going into audit and tax. And I figured that really wasn't going to be for me at all. So I cancelled all my applications, something <laughs> was quite risky to do in the last year of university. Uh, but there was no promise of what would happen next. And then I applied for a technical graduate scheme, a graduate scheme at a technical company that specializes in IT services. And I'd see that I said, let me try my luck here. It seems as though this is a place to be. And it's a lot, sounds a lot more interesting based on you know, the world we're living in and the website and such. And I got a place on the Atos graduate scheme in 2016. So my introduction to Code First Girls was exactly that, just that course. And it kind of sparked a, a thought that I could be in technology and I could have a really great career in technology. And beyond that, once I started my graduate scheme, I took some more courses they offered some more advanced courses and it allowed me to become more part of the community I was able to volunteer with them a few times on they have like a really cool conference every year and I volunteered with them on that and through my own learning beyond the courses I put myself forward as an instructor to try and you know pay it forward and help those that once helped me yeah so do you presumably do that is that weekends or do you take time out to do that it's in evenings, so they have a really cool schedule where you, you only spend eight weeks at a time, but it's two hours once a week for eight weeks, and you go through the course materials outside of work hours, so it's something that doesn't you know, interfere with my 
um, my day job and I'm you know, super satisfying and really easy to commit to. It's not a long commitment at all. And they have various courses all throughout the year. So if you can do something, you know, autumn, winter, go for it. If you could do something in the spring, summer, even better, you know, it's when you're available and they really cater to, to make sure that the instructors that, that can give the courses, you know, there's plenty of them and there's plenty of courses all year round. Yeah, I presume you're going to be sticking to that and, and continuing for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Something I've definitely got my eye on the season coming up. So the autumn winter season coming up. I took a break. I, I actually taught five sets of classes in 2018. So I gave myself a little break for the spring summer of this year and actually took French classes in its place. But I'm definitely going to go back for the autumn winter season. Right. That oh, sounds good. Um, I think you sound like you're enjoying it as much as anything else as well. Yeah, I really do. I really enjoy it. And, I, and there's, there's something about it that's given me so much satisfaction and knowing that something that I am doing is helping somebody else and perhaps gave and give them the support that and the knowledge of knowing that technology is a space for them to have their careers as well. Yes, exactly. So Shakira, can you perhaps share a top career tip, one that that perhaps the audience doesn't know and should? So my top career tip would be that you are 100% in control and responsible for the project trajectory that your career takes. There's no one on this earth that will look out for you and your career interests like you will. Your managers are there to help. Your peers, mentors, sponsors are there to endorse and give advice where possible. But at the end of the day, the best decision will come from you and no one will know what's best for you like you do so keep that in mind as you go through your career there's going to be loads of people that will tell you lots of great things about working for them and and perhaps even trick you with the horrible bait and switch and for those of you who don't know they might tell you that that's the bait and switches they'll tell you one thing to entice you but have you do another thing in practice so just know that when something like when a situation comes up and it's not working in your favor, you ultimately have that responsibility to make that change or have a conversation to ensure that the outcome is does work ultimately in your favor. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you, you have to look after yourself. It's your career. The company will be interested in, in what you can do for them. But you've also got to consider for yourself what your objectives are and where you want to be going. Absolutely. So Shakira, can you share with us maybe your worst IT career moment, if that's even happened to you yet? I've had moments where I've been on projects that have gotten extremely stressful. And I would say the worst moment in that is, I guess, the whole team morale coming down, because I guess it's not easy when you're under time pressure and, you know, customers are not happy with what's going on and it's not an ideal situation, but it's extremely common. You'll find that in every company, you know, how matter how glitz, glitz, glitzy or glamorous they appear, things do go wrong. And I guess the worst experience for me was how stressful it did become. But I wouldn't say it was something so terrible that I wasn't able to get something out of it. I learned so much from that experience, so much in terms of resilience, patience, in mind management, because honestly it's, it's, it's crazy how much your mind has the power to control every situation yes something can be very extremely stressful but once you get control of your mind and learn to rationalize 
um, what you're feeling and figure out, okay, I'm feeling this because of this, that and the other. And I understand what the situation we are in and therefore I'm feeling like this. It does help with your general happiness, your morale and your productivity. So that particular period of time, stressful as it was, I would say it was the worst experience because it was such a negative experience. Sure. But I took a lot from it in terms of growth. Yeah. So what did you learn? Did you learn about how to deal with the stress? I learned how to deal with stress. Definitely, it was a very different type of stress because at university, the stress that you get, only you can hold yourself accountable, where the stress that I found in this work situation, it was something that the whole team would go under. It would it was something that we all have a part in playing. I learned to manage the stress. I learned to um, manage my emotions. I learned to stake to manage stakeholders when they were in their most stressed and unhappy um, of situations. So moving away from your worst moment, can you perhaps tell us about your career highlight or greatest success so far? Oh, I would definitely say it would be winning graduate of the year in 2018. It was a highlight for me because it was a great culmination of what had been a really up and down 18 months. So I started the graduate scheme. I got involved with some internal projects and then things were things were a little bit quiet at times and I was wondering, was I going in the right direction? And I got this opportunity on this project, which was a really great 10 months of really hard work, stressful situations. And around the same time, I started teaching at Code First Girls. I was able to combine my involvement and passion of Code First Girls with some of my colleagues. And that was able to open some really great doors for me in terms of meeting people, people seeing what I do. And and I just think that for me, that represents a culmination of a lot of tenacity and hard work and I yeah I came up with that award at the end of it and I thought it was just it was such a nice feeling considering I never expected to win it there were some really great people on my graduate intake that did some really amazing things but um I won it and I'm proud of that you should be definitely (laughs) (laughs) um so what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT I mean you're the ideal person to ask you're at the, a certain stage within your career where the, the future, you're going to be very much involved in it. So what excites you about it? Yeah, I'm almost three years into my career since university. So very, very early. So what excites me most about a future of a career in IT is mainly the fact that it's something or something new is always on the horizon. And there's always something that you can learn there's always something new to understand and there's always something coming up with the potential to change the world as we know it I mean when my dad was you know a youngster playing Pac-Man and such he never ever thought that you know the internet would be a thing and it became a thing and it changed the world and then with the internet you've got the, the likes of social media and email things that my dad never thought we'd ever see in his life lifetime for me, these things are standard procedure, something that I use every day. I remember getting the internet at my in my home from when I was five or six. So these are things I've kind of grown up around. But there are things that I have yet to even conceive in my mind that are coming up. And I want to see what they are. And I want to see how they shape the world. I want to see how the world receives them. And that's what's the most exciting for me. 
and I guess it's because I'm actually really good with handling change. <laughs> I'm good <laughs> with handling and rationalizing and perhaps putting some kind of thought behind what could happen to me. I know a lot of people are pretty fearful of automation and what it will what will bring and machine learning and AI and there's a lot of fear that it will take jobs and I perhaps naively I'm not too worried about that we'll see if it's naive in 10 years if I'm and I'm and if I'm not in work but <laughs> I feel as though that because I'm able to think about these things critically and always see the potential and positive side of things that I'm able to be excited for the change that does come so that's what, that's what excites me. I'm optimistic about it. And I'm sure you can perhaps, you know, relate to that. I'm sure there's some things that you've seen in your lifetime that's blown your mind and probably some things that you're yet to see that will blow your mind when they do come to the horizon, you know? You're right. There are things that happened um, certainly during my career that I just didn't expect. Um, yeah. And I think one of them being obviously the most obvious thing is the, the – um, the proliferation now of smartphones and smart technology oh, that, yeah. that just was not <laughs> on the on the radar at all as far as i was concerned until it suddenly arrived so yeah yeah that's just one example there are so many others as well oh yeah i i mean that alone that example alone is is extreme i wasn't around for the big brick phones those big those big handheld ones I wasn't around for those but the 3310 was the first phone that I saw and I've seen them getting smarter faster bigger bigger still even in today's standards and yeah yeah, it's just blowing my mind and that's why I, I live to see those kind of changes and that kind of transformation yeah yeah it is exciting definitely you just don't know what's going to be next absolutely Okay, we're going to go into the reveal round now. We're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think. So, are you ready for this? I am. <laughs> okay, so we may have partly covered this, but what first attracted you to a career in IT? The fast-paced environment and the potential, and the fact that it was going to take us into the future. And what is the best career advice you've ever received? Be authentic. Be yourself your best self, mind you, because I'm sure all of us have off days, but be yourself. People will see through you if you're being a caricature or, you know, a fake version of yourself. It's much easier to be yourself because you're not holding up a facade 24-7. So be authentic, be yourself. And what is the worst advice you've ever received? I wouldn't say I've ever been given bad advice. I'd say I've been given advice that worked for someone else, but this would not work for me knowing myself. Right. So I wouldn't say I've been given the worst. I haven't been given any real terrible advice. Just advice that I know, knowing me, would not work for me. Probably worked for them. That's why they gave it to me. <laughs> okay. Um, the next question might not be as relevant, but we'll give it a go. If you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do? Probably have studied computer science. I chose physics at school because I absolutely loved it, but... You know, hindsight being 2020, I just didn't know what else was out there in terms of courses that I could study. And I didn't even think at age 18 that I'd actually be wanting to code for the rest of my days. So knowing what I know now, going back to the start of my career, which I would say would be university, study computer science. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? So I am... Definitely focus more on getting more technical speaking jobs. I want to be able to speak publicly about more technical topics. I've done 
various talks on my career experience to this point, university choices, things pertaining to confidence and and such. But I want to be able to do more technical talks. So in order to get to that point, I'm working with a, a broader range of technologies now in my work. And also when I have a spare minute in my free time, I'm actively looking for interesting courses, articles, and writing opinion pieces that I keep to myself for the minute to allow me to gain that technical breadth of knowledge that will allow me to gain more technical speaking gigs. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? I would say empathy. Someone's always fighting a battle that you have absolutely no idea about. And there are moments where people might go quiet on you or perhaps not be as active or as vocal uh, as you months might have known them to be in which case you try and put yourself in their shoes and find out a bit more about them have a caring approach to conversations and finding out about them versus why are you not doing this yeah. F- finding out information about them on the lines of how are you feeling versus why have you not done got that done or accomplished that yet and that's something that goes a long way with absolutely everybody because we are all humans at the end of the day and we're all trying to do our best and make ends meet so empathy and what do you do to keep your own career energized find myself new challenges find myself new ways um new things to do that would push me and make me a bit nervous things that on initial thought oh I can't do that and maybe give that a rest you know I don't think I have the skills to complete that or get that done in a good amount of time it's those moments where I'm thinking that are the opportunities I know I should go for because the challenge is nerve-wracking at first but does become exciting and then enjoyable yeah and you learn the most when you're kind of you know forced to make it work so that's how I keep my career energized And what do you do in your spare time away from technology? I love to cook. I love cooking. I love baking. I love eating at restaurants. I love trying foods from all over the place. I live in London and there's a whole amazing range of cultures and different foods that I get to try literally on my doorstep. So anything pertaining to food, creating it, eating it. Yes, that's what I love to do in my spare time. Shakira, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT Career Energizer audience? Never stop learning. We are all students of the School of Life. And the minute you stop learning, you probably will be dead. And that's the truth of the matter. So always go into new scenarios with open eyes, open ears, ready to listen and learn and take um, as much as you can from every situation, whether that's learning about a technical skill that will take you to the next level or learning about how you can be a better friend or a better colleague, a better manager. I would absolutely say never stop learning. And finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you? Yes. So I am on Twitter and um, LinkedIn under Shaquilla Evelyn Johnson. That's my full name. If you put that into Google, you'll definitely find something. And I'm happy to answer any questions that you might have regarding, you know, starting out in your IT career. You can contact me via LinkedIn and Twitter and I'll respond. I'm super happy to answer any questions. (laughs) Shaquilla, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for having me. 
Well, I hope you enjoyed listening in to today's episode and to my guest career tips, advice and experiences. You'll find a show notes page for today's episode on the IT Career Energizer website, which will be itcareerenergizer.com slash e and then the number of today's episode. And a quick reminder that the show has now three episodes every week on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. So make sure that you are subscribed to the show to get new episodes automatically downloaded. Also, don't forget to join the IT Career Energizer Community Facebook group. You'll get to engage with other like-minded people, get to find out more about upcoming guests and other episodes, and can get involved in the future direction of the podcast. It really is a great pleasure to be able to talk to so many inspirational people from across the industry and to be able to share their stories and advice with you. Thanks for listening, and remember... If you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.